If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know in the movie Doom when the rock turns into the demon after being bit? You know that feeling that he had well that's exactly what you get from pre-workout use my code pk man cave that's pk man cave at spitfirenutrition.ca for 10 percent off your entire order link is in the description below what is up everyone it's me the pokemon cave back at it again for another week with my co-host bambi bunny we actually <laughs> got down to the wire whether or not we were going to record this episode you know things happen in our in our daily lives and bambi i guess started a new job and went a little radio silent and i, I got nervous for a sec <laughs> thought she was jumping ship but we're back at it again and we're going to go over a couple of topics so first topic is another disqualification in the regionals now this one it, it honestly it could go either way with how things happened however especially with judges as a judge of the tcg regionals or championships or even worlds you should really maybe take things with a more grain of salt and more importantly you know how cards look or can look and take that into account so apparently a player from sacramento uh the regionals there was disqualified over warped cards. Now, of course, recently there was also a BGC um, disqualification where a player lost a monster after giving it a temporary nickname that went against the company's guidelines. <laughs> I mean, that I, I, like I would have been disqualified so long ago. Oh, I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean come on. Yeah. There's so many. Oh, God, yeah. But, I mean, uh, over something as simple as a temporary nickname. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing. If you're not on stream, really, what's the big deal? Unless it's, like, really vulgar. But I, I guess I could see it if you're on stream. Like, if you're being streamed on YouTube or whatever, yeah, I probably, I, I could see Pokemon going, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> but with the TCG competitor who was disqualified... Uh, Michael Davidson uh, posted on Twitter that he was disqualified with a record of 8-2-2, two, and two, leaving him, quote-unquote, heartbroken and feeling somewhat disrespected. Now, according to him, judges accused him of relying on illegal methods to win games, referring to possibly marked cards. Now, of course, if you're not really big into the TCG, marked cards means that uh, some of the cards in your 60-card deck are purposely bent, torn, or otherwise made to look different. Than the rest, so it's easier to draw them at the start of the game, 
avoid prizing them and other illegal tactics throughout. So in Davidson's case, judges informed him during a deck check that his three stable eyes were warped enough to stand out from the rest of his deck. He goes on to say, I informed them that there was a possibility my stable eyes were warped because the card is known for warping, and that isn't something they seemed to take into account when I was given a game loss going into the top eight of the NAIC for a similar issue. He explained that hollow stable eye cards commonly arrive a bit bent in the mail. Donson, or sorry, Davidson also stated that he does not purposely warp his cards, adding that he personally could not tell them apart from other cards in his deck. But after discussing with the judges, Davidson agreed that he deserved a penalty, but not a disqualification. He goes on to say, I just feel that, yet again, the frequency of this particular card warping was not taken into account. These points, at least 40, could have gone a long way towards my invite to the EUIC, and I feel like they were somewhat unfair, unfairly robbed from me. So, in a response to the long tweet, the Pokemon company was left torn over the situation. Some trainers felt for Davison, some uh, since they believed he was not doing anything on purpose. But others noted that he should have known the cards would have been warped since it's so common. Adding that he should have purchased a different rarity to avoid the situation entirely. Uh, one player even asked to see the cards, which Davison obliged. Competitive players agreed that his cards were definitely noticeably warped. Some even said that he knew his cards appeared different and should have completely banned, or should have been completely banned. Uh, and he actually he did post a photo on X. And just kind of looking, uh, yeah, yeah, there's, so in, in the one picture, he's got uh, nine cards <clears throat> all face down, uh, a top view picture. From the top down, you can't really tell. You can kind of see, uh, if you're looking at the picture in general, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll post this as the the art for the podcast here. Uh, if you're looking at the top le- left-hand corner, one down from that in the center row, you can notice a little bit of a bend, uh, just a little bit of a shadow underneath the card, but not too much of anything else. But then there's a second photo of those same uh, nine cards on like a 45 degree angle from the right hand side and at that point you can tell all three cards in that center row are noticeably bent top to bottom there's a nice big u shape in them uh to the point where you can see a clear shadow underneath each card now when you've got the rest of your 60 card deck on those cards i I don't know if you could really tell but uh, it's it's a tricky one are they just creased or are they warped they they're warped um mm. it's a common issue with the hollows right um where you start to get the warping i'm i see i think it's yeah my some of my hollows warp top to bottom as well i store my cards properly so i don't have that issue i mean so <laughs> i yeah okay like- all of my old hollows are are fine. Like anytime I have a concern that they might, like some of the older decks or uh, sets, I know do have a tendency to do that, but I preemptively top load them so they can't. Yeah. And kept and in a you know temperature controlled environment away from direct light. Yep. So I mean it's it's plausible during like transportation they got yep. warped. And and that's the thing. It all depends on how these cards are shipped, right? 
Now, we would hope that any card would go in a top loader when it's being shipped, just because, I mean, if it's being shipped. Or at by, least something with some rigidness. Yeah, at least some rigidness. Because, um, I mean, let's be honest, USPS, Canada Post. None uh, of them give uh, a fuck. Yeah, they don't care. They they will fold that envelope six ways to Sunday to fit it into a freaking 10 by 10 mailbox if they wanted to. It, it doesn't matter. You could have the world's biggest mailbox. They will still fold that thing in half and shove it in there. Like it, they don't care. Um, they don't care what the package is. They don't care what it's worth. They don't even care about their job half the time. They're just doing it. Um, but that's the thing. I mean, me personally, I have bulk in a filing cabinet in my basement. So it's a consistent temperature year round. It's always around... I mean, it's cool, but it's not too cold, um, but it never gets warm. Uh, it's obviously out of the sunlight because, I mean, A, it's in a filing cabinet. B, the filing cabinet is in my workshop where there's no windows whatsoever. Um, and even then, I still find the hollows will have a tendency, some of them, not all of them, will have a tendency to warp a little bit. But again, it's it's bulk. I I mean, they're, what, 20 cent cards? I really don't care. Uh, I mean, whatever. It doesn't really bother me that a 20 cent card starts to warp. Now, if it was a vintage card, um, you better believe it's going in a top loader. It's being secured. It's, yeah. Um, that's different. If it was a vintage hollow, totally different. A 20 cent common or a reverse hollow or a hollow. Thunder. <laughs> Thunder. Yeah. Oh, so that card. <laughs> Uh, you know, th- that crap, I whatever. If a couple bulk cards start to warp, whatever. Who cares? Um, but, I mean, <sighs> does it warrant a disqualification? Well, I mean, I can see the judge's standpoint, but at the same time, like, come on. It, it's not that terribly noticeable. Um but again, it's hard to say. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll send you the photo later on, um, and you can judge for yourself. I mean, in my personal opinion, yeah, you can definitely see the three cards in the center of the nine are clearly warped a bit, but not massive, like the judges were saying, or what some of the commenters were saying. But well, if it's noticeable to one person, it's more than likely noticeable to someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then again, like, if the cards are in, say, the middle of a 60-card deck, you've got sleeves, you've got the rest of the deck on top of it, you're not going to notice. You're really not. Well, if they have sleeves, they definitely aren't going to notice. Exactly, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Everybody has sleeves when they go to regionals. Um. I mean, thankfully, I haven't seen too many people go completely raw at regionals. Uh, I, I've seen a couple instances, like my friends have sent me photos of some people playing in the on the tables with just complete raw cards. And it's just it's cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you can play raw like that. Um, I just see corners and edges being banged up and smashed together. It just scares me. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on so last week 
I treated Bambi to a nice little Miss Magnus uh, quiz. Uh, she almost passed. She came really close. I would I would say that's passing score, just so you know. Mm, it's debatable. I mean, you got like what a forty nine percent ish. Ish. <laughs> but it's Bambi's turn to quiz me. Uh, now, whether or not I'm going to pass or not, that's debatable. Uh, it, apparently, she had like minutes. Oh, to get oh this 10 quiz. minutes. Yeah, okay, 10 minutes. Uh, she hasn't told me anything about this quiz, whereas I at least had to. She had the pleasure of getting to know what the quiz was about when I told no, her. No, no, no. You told me it was about Miss what Mates. Pokemon. That yeah. was all the info I got. <laughs> it's pretty safe to say my default setting is fairly um, predictable. Okay. Okay. Well, with that being said, let's see how well I do with the tables being turned. Okay. So... Shocking. It's a Cubone quiz. Most of the questions are stupid easy. Really? Cubone? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Damn. <laughs> Default quiz. Come on. Should have okay. saw that coming. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> you should have been nice and done Gengar. Like, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question one. I'll be so sad if you don't get it. Some of these. Uh-oh. Cubone evolves into? Uh, obviously, Marowak. Okay. Um, how many claws total does Cubone have? Claws? Mm-hmm. Counting, like, hands and feet? Mm-hmm. Twelve. Okay. Um, what is Cubone's type? Ground. Okay. What was one of Cubone's most popular nicknames? Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Uh, Come on, this one's a widely known one. His nickname, uh, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does cry quite a bit. Yeah. Oh God, I. Uh, Is that your final answer, little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um. God, his nickname. I have no idea. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your final answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In Pokemon Red and Blue, what was Cubone known as? Uh, known as? Oh, God. Like in the D- Pokedex entry? Or just in general? Just in general. Also, a pretty widely known one for Cubone people. Wouldn't it be like the orphaned Pokemon or something? Is that your final answer? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see what else. Okay. What trainer helped a Cubone get back a stolen bone before catching the Cubone? Ash. Final answer? Yeah. It's not Brock. Wait, are we talking TC or uh, like TV show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think Ash had a Cubone. I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Ash. Okay. Is he um, a Brock? <laughs> in in the show, what episode does Cubone debut in? Oh, uh, oh God, I oh fuck. Um, it's the first season. I think it's like the oh fuck fourth episode, fifth episode. Um, 
No, no, it's late. It's later on. It's near Saffron City. Oh God, I can't remember. Oh God, that's bad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh shit. Well, you said four or five. You can pick one of those, or you can say I don't know. I think it's episode five. Okay. In one of Cubone's major appearances, the School of Hard Knocks, Gissel and Cubone fought who? Name the trainer and the Pokemon. Uh, School of Hard Knocks. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, it wasn't one of the protagonists. I think uh, maybe uh, James and Weeping Bell? Okay. Or Is no. It- James and, James and coughing, because he didn't have Weeping Bell yet. Okay. Yeah. This one I don't expect you to get right. It's a fun fact that I like to flex on people, because I do know it. <laughs> oh, which Which one of the TCG illustrators' favorite Pokemon is Cubone? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that uh, TCG illustrators. Uh, uh, uh. God, what's the fuck? What's the? Uh, I know him. I know him too. Uh, uh, not Masuda. Um, it's the same one that freaking real breaking Nate likes so much. Fuck, what's his name? I almost said Tamagotchi, but no, it, it sounds like <laughs> Tamagotchi. It sounds like Tamagotchi. Uh, Tama. The one that sounds like Tamagotchi. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right, those are all the questions. How many How many do you think you got right? Oh, bad. <laughs> Maybe two. Maybe it's better than two. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so Cubone, yes, does evolve into a Marowak. Obviously, yeah. How many claws total does Cubone have? Technically, only four. Really? One on each toe, one on each hand. Oh. And the ones on the toes are debatably claws, so technically it's two, but I'd, I'd say four. Huh. Mm-hmm. Only has one I claw s- in each hand. I swear, I, I thought I saw lines in, like, early te- or early animes where it looked like he had three claws together kind of thing. Nope. Hmm. Type is indeed ground. One of the most popular nicknames that Cubone goes by is the Lonely Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Pokemon. No. Because Cubones keep to themselves, stay away from social situations, and avoid contact with others due to past traumas. <laughs> but the yeah, lonely I... Pokemon, like, that's that's even, like, a slogan for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, them, it's 50-50 both ways. Um, okay. Uh, the one you got right that I didn't think you were going to get right was the um, Pokemon Red and Blue. What was Cubone known as? It was indeed Orphan. Hey, sweet. <laughs> I feel their pain. I feel their pain. It's okay. Um, <laughs> what trainer helped get or helped a Cubone get back a stolen bone before catching it? It was Go. Oh, okay. Go had a Pokemon or a Cubone. Okay, I didn't. Uh, I don't think I've watched that anime. It's a good one. It's a good one. That's the what the Pokemon Chronicles or something. Uh, Origins, one of the two. Yeah. Um, in which episode do we first see a Cubone? I see, we're close. Oh. Season one. Yeah. Episode two. Really? There is a Cubone hiding behind a Marowak crying because the Marowak was protecting it from everybody. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah, because wasn't the second episode where Pikachu... Shocked all those um, sparrows. I think so. Huh. I just know Cubone likes to hang out in the Lavender Town. Um, okay. In one of the more major debuts, Glissel and Cubone fight Ash and Pikachu, and they lost. Oh. Huh. Cubone against Pikachu. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. They're gonna let Pikachu win. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like Pikachu's got a type of type disadvantage because he's ground yeah but pikachu is the protagonist so yeah you know it's just one of those things (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and the illustrator whose favorite pokemon is cubone is actually midori harada oh okay she's been a illustrator for pokemon tcg since 1996 holy shit Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I still. I don't, keep... I don't know if she actually still illustrates. To be honest with you. Uh, I know there is actually still a couple of them still sticking around. Uh, I haven't seen her name on any though. Mm. They have so many illustrators for the the modern sets now. It's crazy. Oh hell yeah! I mean, and that's the thing. Like they're getting way more technical with the illustrations. Like. I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast where back then, like for base set and all that, it was literally copy what? and paste. <laughs> yeah, like they're like Windows 98 backgrounds. They would mm-hmm. basically zoom in and then copy and paste it into the back of a ponytail or whatever. It's literally all that they did. And then boom, there's there's your background for ponytail. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see Midori on any of the Paradox cards. Huh. By the way, Paradox Rift launched today. Oh, God, I know. I Everywhere I turned, it's like, oh, Paradox Rift, this and that. It's a really good set. 84 Secret Rares is a little much, but it's okay. Yeah. We'll live. We'll fight through it. I mean, there's no way in hell I'm collecting the set. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. Also, really? a kidney, too. I'm, Heck yeah! Even though, even though there's no Cubone or or Charizard or Arceus, I'll I'll survive. It's a beautiful set. Oh, screw Charizard! 
and in old news. <laughs> but like I mean, the new Future Flash and um, Ancient Roar cards that are in Paradox Rift with like the color fade. Oh God. So now I will get some of those cards strictly for decks. Like I mean, well, I'll, I'll... I have a boatload of bulk, so let me know. Okay. There's um yeah I was looking at uh some of the cards to look forward to for Paradox Rift for. The, the difference between futuristic and ancient forms. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the, I forget which one it was. It was a, uh, it was a dark type. I can't remember the Pokemon, but it had, it was really, really properly set up for the TCG. Like uh, the most predominant dark type in like the, the ancient side is probably Roaring Moon. That's the, like, that's the biggest one I can think of. That, that might've been it. Yeah. I have a gold roaring moon now. I'm so happy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, I just like you, I technically failed. Well, I mean, I failed way miserably than you did. How did you not see a Cubone quiz coming? Come on. Come on. God. All right, I don't know Cubone. I don't... I don't deal with my Nobody little... does. Nobody does. Yeah. More love for the Cubone. Even Pokemon Company doesn't care about Cubone. At, but Cubone is one of the predominantly featured Pokemon on different types of merch. So. Well, yeah, sort of. There's a ton of Cubone stuff out there. Like legitimate? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Okay. Yeah, but there's more Gengar. <laughs> but there's more Pikachu than anything, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, no pr- I'm pretty sure Ditto's, like, up there now, too. Oh, yeah. Ditto and the Evolutions. Oh, of course, the stupid Evolutions. Yeah, yeah. I hear about every day from my daughter. <laughs> oh, I want these. I want these. Like, she found $80 leggings on Pokemon Center, and she wanted them. And then got pissed at me because apparently it's my fault that the ones that she found are for women, not kids. But apparently it's my fault. I was like, what do you want me to do? Buy $80 leggings so then I can cut them so then they fit your smaller figure? Well, if you get like a like a women's extra small and then you tack sew a hem onto the feet, they might fit. Oh, don't give her ideas. Just saying. Uh, no. No, 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 no. And plus then she can grow into them. <sighs> You're not helping. <laughs> I'm just a solution. I'm trying to save 80 bucks here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You women. <laughs> Resourceful thinking. Yeah. Oh, God, I know. And finally... <laughs> It's time for our good old Pokemon battle. Yet again, we're going to do a trainer battle because, I mean, I'm what, 2 and 0 now? Yeah, but you had to, like, isolate us into a singular category in order to win. (laughs) I didn't cheat. I'm being resourceful. Okay. (laughs) Yes. All right. Since you took the win, you can go first, Mr. Capitan. Oh, so, you're going to fucking hate me. <laughs> yeah, what'd you pick? Normal. 
the hell? <laughs> yeah. There's some um, good dual typings in there, though. So. Oh, oh, I know. Um, full disclosure, I came really, really close to picking a Mega Evolution, and I realized uh, that might classify as cheating. So I have I, I have one that's a little side streety, so okay. I don't feel so bad. I think it was uh, what the hell was it? Megalopony. I was gonna pick Megalopony. Just because I had Yes, just... because that's the Pokemon that needs to be bigger. Uh, right. <laughs> Actually my daughter told me to, to pick Lopony because our rabbit is named Lopony and No, I remember. Yeah, I, I told her I wasn't picking Lopony. Yeah, or the fact that you know our our male rabbit is named after a female Pokemon, but whatever, that works. <laughs> so, I of course I picked normal type. My first Pokemon is good old Rattata. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yep. Well, I went with Quagsire. Oh, so water typing it? No. Oh. Great. He's got a ground type with him, too. Oh, you suck. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, well, you're one time weak against me. Well, I'm one time weak against your water and ground. <laughs> okay, so I see how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, me next? Yep. I went with Kaladol. Ground psychic. Oh, come on. Ooh, you're weak against a shit ton of things. Yeah, because it's fucking psychic. Yeah. So my second is Dodrio. The three headed bird. Normal I hate that thing. So yeah, I know. Much. It sounds so fucking annoying. <laughs> In the anime, <laughs> uh, what was it? The f- like the first episode of the T te- or the anime? It's sitting. It's basically a rooster. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, normal flying type. So of course you are normal damage. Am I flying? I don't even see normal. What the? Are you just not <laughs> to my normal? It, it, it doesn't. It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Holy! Oh wait, no, you're okay. So you're one time weak against my normal. It's because it has the same color as freaking ground. Yeah, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> so normal against both of mine. Uh, ground psychic. Oh, okay. So I'm one time weak against your psychic, but completely resistant to your ground. So I take the win on that one. So my third is Galarian Zigzagoon. Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's funny you put that there. <laughs> okay, little little bit little bit cheaty, tiny bit cheaty. Uh oh. Primal Groudon. Ground fire. No, no, come, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, come on! It's a fucking Groudon. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong? It's the the goddamn legendary. Is it real? Oh, he is, huh? Oh, I can put my backup in there. Okay, well, hold, hold on. Because if my little freaking zigzagoon can stomp this freaking cheat, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I forgot Groudon was a part of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
was just choosing not to acknowledge that. It's just a little, you know, sidestep. It's a, it's a big sidestep. <laughs> not even that big of a sidestep. I'm so, googling that. Wait a minute. Your ground fire. Uh, I am one time weak against your fire. One time weak against your ground. I'm dark normal. You're one time weak against my normal, and one time weak against my dark. So it would have been a tie. I'm looking up just to make sure. Really? Well, it's a Groudon. It's just a, it's just a more fucked up version of Groudon. That's true. Legendary. You know what happened? It's because I'm going through all my paradox sets, and I have the Groudon card that came oh. out of uh, raging. Right. Okay. Well, we'll take a tie with a legendary. That's fine. It yeah. wouldn't actually happen in real life, but, you know. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Giant ass primal Groudon against a Zigzagoon and ties. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the biggest what the fuck moment ever. <laughs> All right. Number four. I went with Doug Trio. The triple glizzy. Oh. Okay. Ground steel. Dog trio. Oh, so. a low end dog trio. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. So yeah, ground steel. I was gonna say no, dog trio is just ground. Just but, ground. But oh, the ground type one. Wait, which one did you pick? Regular ground dog. Regular dog trio. Regular, or, or? regular triple glazy. The ground. Oh, okay. The bald one. The bald. <laughs> Okay, okay, so I went with Azrael, the normal fairy type. You are one time weak against my fairy and normal. I am one time weak against your ground, so I would take the win on that one. Just because you're dual typing. Yep. Gotta and because, hate these you know, trainer battles. <laughs> Why? You, you, clearly, I mean, we're we're fighting with freaking legendaries now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your number five? My number five is Hisuian Zora. <laughs> okay, I went with Graveler. Ooh, right on. I mean, I, I love Graveler, but it's a pain in the ass to get freaking Golem. <laughs> I don't, I don't want a freaking trade for it. The <laughs> mm-hmm. so Rock Ground, Normal Ghost. Uh, so you would take the win on that one. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you would take the win on that. Last okay, one. so We're currently tied. Yeah, yeah. So you've got you've got two, I've got two, and we got a tie. All right. Uh, I mean, this is going to technically declare who wins, unless it's another tie. Unless it's a tie, and then we're going to our sudden death. Oh God. Number six is Meloetta. <laughs> oh, okay. Good old normal. Wait a minute. What? No, okay. All right. I was thinking of a different one. Uh, that's not freaking legendary. Uh, no, no, no. I was, I was thinking of someone else. Um, <laughs> I, I went I with. I think you are. Rune Rigus. Oh, okay. Yeah, the evolved form of. Uh, what was it? Yawn Mask or whatever? Mm-hmm. Galar- I can't pronounce like hardly any of the new people. You were. The, uh, the Galarian Yawn Mask evolution. Oh, okay, uh, ground ghost. Hmm. I'm normal psychic, so it's a Son freaking. Of a bee. Hi. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I did have someone on reserve, so. Okay. Do you have your reserve? 
I sure do. All right, who's your reserve? My reserve is Pyroar. Oh. Yeah. I went with Gligar. Ground flying. So, oh, Jesus Christ. Two time week against your ground. That's dirty. One time week against your flying. Uh, you're one time week against my normal. One time week against my fire. I win. Yeah, just because of that two time week against ground. Boom. I have a feeling you freaking. One of us picked that Pokemon before. <laughs> um, I feel like you did. Yeah, probably. <laughs> ground, oh, I don't know, ground flying. Yeah, maybe. I almost put Cubone in there, but I refuse to have him get wrecked, so. <laughs> oh, God. Well, on that note, looks like Bambi finally took one, so, you know. Thank God. You can stop complaining that... These apparent uh, trainer bells are no good for her. Uh, they aren't. They're not good for anyone. It's literally luck of the draw. Uh, I mean, I came out two wins. Right exactly. Out. Literally luck of the draw. Yeah. And it, it took you uh, personally cheating in order to try and win this one. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I had a backup. Yeah. <laughs> what, it's what, my fault. What? I'm all about the new set right now. So, okay, so, like, even if we got rid of Primal Groudon and you did Gligar, that, that would, yeah. you would have still won, I think. I would have. Only because the the, the number six one was a tie. <laughs> wow. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> Take care, everyone. We will see you again next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.